The Catholics of Oz is brought to you by the StarQuest Production Network and is made possible by our many generous patrons. If you'd like to support the podcast, please visit sqpn.com slash give. You're listening to episode 99 of The Catholics of Oz. The Catholics of Oz is a show where we discuss faith, culture, and what's been happening from an Aussie perspective. Whether it's synods or science, apostolates and apps, providence or productivity, you can hear it right now on The Catholics of Oz. Hello, I'm Lindsay Sands. Welcome to episode 99 of The Catholics of Oz. We are on the road to 100. Very excited to have you here with us. And I am joined today, all the way, returns to us safely from Malta, Lido Sabol. Lido, how are you? I'm doing very well, Lindsay, very well. Yes, I, what can I say? A beautiful country, beautiful people there. It felt, it felt like it went too fast. <laughs> Uh, because every, nearly every day we were there. Well, actually, we were there for two weeks. Sorry, and for every day we were out doing things and going to different places of our Malta. Now, my favorite—I don't have a favorite. It, it was all so beautiful and um, so relaxing, and you know, um, the only thing that um, <laughs> I think we talked this off off air. The only thing I, did, I had to get used to was the traffic. <laughs> yeah, in Australia, we have something called giving way on the right hand side. Mm-hmm. And the, we say yeah. in Malta, yeah, Lindsay, they live, totally, they drive the same way as us. They, live, they drive on the left hand side. And then some roads are just one ways. And that's another story. Some are incredibly narrow, yeah. <laughs> so, some are incredibly bumpy, yeah. <laughs> definitely, yeah, definitely. Some of yeah. the roads now have been resurfaced and everything. Some roads are bumpy as, some roads are one ways streets. Like you think. I think I give a visual for people in Australia, and maybe America too. If you have just a a normal a street like we have here, like two two lane street, and you imagine a bus coming through, that's how that's how that's the probably one of the biggest roads. So one of the buses came through, and it was right in front of us. He had to turn left or something, and you know how buses are; they have to verge to the right. And the left, yes, up. yeah, yeah. That's how I think that's how the inertia goes for long vehicles and everything. And I'm just thinking to myself, imagine being on the other end of that and you come to a, a blind bend. It was, yeah, just the, the traffic, Lindsay. <laughs> I was just, wow. It took me a couple yeah. of days to get used to it. And then maybe the third or fourth day, you go, oh, yeah, that's just normal. You know, this car coming at you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's all right. Just just slowly merge in. <laughs> you know, okay, that's the way to go. I, I went in 2016, mm. and the feeling of this place is heaven on earth has not yes. left me since. I me love neither. it me so neither. much. Yeah, is it? Yeah, it's, it's something something else, isn't it? To be in Malta, it's just beautiful country, beautiful people. All right, the roads. Yeah, okay, but everything else, <laughs> everything else. Yeah, it's yeah. the way it is. Sadly, because uh, look, it's yeah. a lot more people like us. It's like us. Uh, a lot more people are driving, and I feel sorry because. I don't think they can expand their roads as much as they can. No, not really. Uh, if they expand, they'll go into the sea. So it's a small island country. So. Oh, well, that's correct. That's correct. Yeah. And either that, they may have to ask farmers, can we buy your part of your land to build roads? Yeah, not going to happen. <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah. That's, that's like yeah. us here in Australia where we can go, can we buy your lands for about uh, how many millions yeah. of dollars? I wonder if I wonder if the Maltese farmers would be saying, "Well, you know what? I shoot birds every morning. Do you really want to put a you know a road through my farm?" That is true. That is true. So, Lena, before the show starts, I'm just going to tick off, read off a. Well, I'm just going to mentally say a 
you know, from my mind, a, a couple of a checklist of a couple of words. All right. Oh no! Oh no! Your reaction, okay? Your reaction. Here we <laughs> okay. go. All right. Okay. I start with the easy one. Pastizzi. Your reaction. Beautiful. Utterly beautiful. I, 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 I'm speechless. I- all right. Chisk beer. Beautiful. I, I, I love it. I love it. There we go. Kinney. Kinney. Normal kinney. <laughs> I'm sorry for all the listeners and everything, but Diet Kinney. Mm. This is the one I was going to get to this, right? Yeah. Diet Kinney. Yeah. Debatable. <laughs> you know, I, yeah. different. <laughs> it's, it's like, it's not as bad as yeah. bringing Diet Coke. I'm sorry, people who drink it. And in Coke Zero is fine, but uh, no, I'd rather have just normal Kinney. Yep. And this is just a, um, a podcast loyalty check because you obviously weren't in the last <laughs> episode with me and Caroline. So did you, did you listen to the Catholics of Oz while you were overseas? I w- did. I did. I did. I tried. Oh, to- I felt some hesitation going up. Yeah. I was listening to it. <laughs> and every time I wanted to listen to it, we're out. We're going out. We're going to where? And I, I, yeah, of I course. Don't- of course. It, you're not going overseas to sit down and listen to us talking for a while. You can talk to us while you're here. <laughs> I, yeah. What, I, I just I was listening to it. You know, even, be, even, even before I go to bed and everything. Yeah. And, and must admit, we, we did watch a lot of Star Trek leads, um, Next Generation. So we we just oh, really? throwing through it, throwing through it. Was, I must just wait to unwind while you. Yeah, yeah fair enough. I yep. I loved um, yeah. your Uluru statement. Was that before I left, or was that or while I was in Malta? I can't remember. Yeah. Uh, yes. I think it was when you. I think it was Malta. While you were in Malta, I, I think mm-hmm. I feel like it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my memory is really bad. Ah, uh, so I should tell everyone. Yeah, I should. Sorry, I should just really quickly. Everyone, I just had COVID for the fourth time. <laughs> so, yeah. So, uh, my, my brain's a bit fried. So I'll do my best today. Yeah. Anyway, put that aside. Um, yeah, I've, I've got a little, I should, should start keeping score. Like I didn't get a prize when I got it the third time. I'm, I'm hoping I get a prize for the fourth. Like, do you get a letter from the queen or something? I should I get don't something. Know, from I don't know, man. I, yeah. Yeah. You maybe get some um, advice from doctors. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm, I'm doing that. I'm, I am doing that. I've just let everyone know. I am, I am actually. Engaged with my doctor at the moment right now, just to make sure that everything's. I'm still breathing. Yeah, everything's okay. Maybe I get a letter from Brett Sutton. You know, is that that should be something, shouldn't it? You know, the chief, chief health officer who just retired. But I think he retired. Yeah, I think he has. Poor, yeah, dude. poor dude. Oh, maybe Norman Swan. I don't know. Someone should send me a letter. <laughs> oh, and survived. Yeah. So anyway, to bring it full circle, like come back. So anyway, <laughs> I didn't expect you to listen to Catholics of Oswari of Volta, but the the thing is, so here's here's the key question, right? And there are Maltese, there, there are some Maltese people who listen to this podcast. I forgot to mention it to my relatives and everyone, because everyone asked me, what do you do for a job? And I go, it's not a job. I yeah. mean, in hobbies and everything. I told them my normal hobbies, modeling, yeah. tabletop, gaming, yeah. and all that stuff. Oh my goodness me, my bad. I forgot about a podcast. I'm like, oh, no, yeah, no, 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 no. to be our international exposure. <laughs> well, that was one of my international. Um, you could have got us 10 more listeners and you squandered it. <laughs> not 10 more <laughs> listeners. I think the whole. <laughs> Malta because they probably want to listen to a Catholic of the whole country. All right, fifteen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go Lizzie. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I, uh, I think there's over over three hundred thousand people in Malta, isn't there? That's I think so. Is that Malta? Then you're not counting Gozo, which is another whole thing, yeah. beautiful. I mean, beautiful Go- island. Yeah. Gozo is Gozo's beautiful, a yes. beautiful island. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We could, I think I'm pretty sure that me and Caroline also, we had this a similar conversation in previous podcasts because you, because you went to Malta. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Let's roll on. So a couple of things to say. The first thing is obviously Caroline's not with us today. Now, Caroline has a, a really bad cold. Her boys go to school. 
No, they collect winter germs. They bring them home. Oh, it's horrible. They give them to her and then she feels unwell. So she did try, um, but she unfortunately can't be with us today for this episode. However, she will move heaven and earth to be at our next episode because mm-hmm. it is going to be our 100th. So we're going to be celebrating our 100th episode. Woo-hoo. So um, before we uh, move on to the rest of the show, we would love anyone who is listening who, to to be part of that episode with us. We w- would love you to be part of our next episode. We started this podcast in January 2019, and we've been talking about faith, culture, and science since that time. And let's not forget that, you know, Jerry has been part of this journey with us as well. And he's, um, he's dipped in every now and then, which has been really good. So to celebrate our 100th episode, we are inviting you, our listeners, to be part of the show by recording a short message to us. So maybe um, telling us why you listen to the show or maybe a favorite topic that you've listened, you know, that we've talked about in the past or, or anything else you'd like to share with us um, and the team. So if you'd like to participate, record a short message and send it to Catholics of Oz, spelled O-Z, at sqpn.com, Catholics of Oz at sqpn.com. By 1st of July would be great. Um, if it's a couple of days after, we probably still can can get it all going, but we would love you please to, to do that um, because we want to feel the love and we want to share the love with everyone else as well. We've already received three, I'm pretty sure. We've got three in the pipeline, so that's really good. Yeah, send us some more. That'd be great. And thank you to those who have sent so far. They're, they're beautiful. Also, if you're new to listening to the Catholics of Oz, you know, tell us what you think of the first episode you've listened to. Just record your voice. Um, you can subscribe, though, by doing the subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, or your favorite podcast player. Don't forget to give us a five-star rating and some positive feedback as well so that we can hear from you and reach new people, which, by the way, we do notice when people uh, leave that feedback and put those five stars. So thank you so much if you're one of those people. We love you for doing that for us. We, you know, thank you for being part of the team and helping us. SQPN hosts all of its podcasts, including the Catholics of Oz, on YouTube. You can also go there and subscribe um, and don't forget to hit the bell to get notifications when new episodes are released. So, Lino, shaking all the dust off. You remember where everything is? All the podcasting? You're, you're good to go again? Yeah, I think I do. I think you yeah. Back in the saddle, as they say? Yeah, well, in the saddle. But just before we started, um, talking about dust, when we first arrived there, man, that was a <laughs> cloud. And apparently, apparently all the sand from... Um, from Africa, south of Malta came in. Oh, really? And if it starts raining, it's called blood rain, isn't it? Yeah, it's called blood okay, rain right. where the rain and the sand come down on your car <laughs> and, oh. also blood, and they call it yeah. blood rain. And yeah, that was just, I'm good. I'm good. All the dust is. Back into the Australian um, outback yeah. dust. Aussie dust. dust. Yeah. Aussie Man's dust. dust. <laughs> Aussie <laughs> dust. <laughs> we should import that. Aussie dust. <laughs> Aussie dust. Yeah, true that. <laughs> All right, so let's uh, move on and let's start by talking about Faith Beyond Borders. Well, I'm actually feeling rather good about this. I think we've all arrived at a very special place, eh? Spiritually, ecumenically. How do you make somebody love you without affecting free will? Welcome to my world, son. You come up with an answer to that one, you let me know. Yes, I had to work very hard to pass... Latin and theology. Oh, quite. Those are, of course, the most important things. Oh, yeah. I can sit this one out, Cap. I don't see how I can. These guys come from legend. They're basically gods. There's only one god, man. And I'm pretty sure he doesn't dress like that. So, Lino, uh, recently the the Vatican, it's um, Dicastery for Communication. So this is one of the, the many Vatican offices. Uh, released a, a document called, um, and some guidance. It's called Towards Full Presence, 
a pastoral reflection on engagement with social media. Now, before I say anything about it, I, I want to tell everyone this. It's 80 paragraphs long, so it is a is an extensive document. It's it's beautiful because of what it's trying to promote, but there is no way I will do it justice in a very short time on this podcast because there's a lot of content in it. So um, what I'm going to share is, yeah, I'll share my impressions of it. I encourage anyone who's listening, if you'd like to read it, um, or if if reading, if you haven't got the time to read it, maybe read about it somewhere. There are plenty of good publications about it. But this is a it's a great document, and um, and obviously timely considering you know the way that people we see, the way we see people talk to each other on the internet. I don't know, I don't know if you ever see it, Lino, but um, there can you know there can be. Yeah, I think we talked about it before. You know, technology yeah. can be used in good yeah. ways and bad ways. In bad ways, right? Yeah, and of course, we all know about how the media works, and that they like to, you know, they can they can send us emails and can say we don't do this and all that. But the media love um, that that story. Yeah, the sensationalism. Exactly, Lindsay. Yeah, and majority of the time we're hearing bad things about what is going on TikTok, what's going on Twitter, on Instagram, yeah. Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. Facebook and all the negativity that's been going on, you know, just this, this more than half of it is about the celebrities. Yeah. And it's like really yeah. Half more than half is about Or or it's yeah, or they'll take, you know, some kind of junk post off, you know, Twitter. Oh like, yeah. You know, yeah. Exactly. Or something ridiculous that doesn't, you know, oh. is inconsequential and turn it into news, you know, that yeah. The media certainly has their part mm. to play. And, you know, there was some commentary, I think through Stan Grant recently on reflect on you know, saying the media needs to self-reflect on mm-hmm. on the way it reports things, not not on what it reports. You know, report whatever it is you need to report, right? But what about the way that you're reporting it? This is that that is so much more important as well. Exactly. So that that does yeah lead us beautifully into this because um, this is you know it's not for for us consumers of social media, anyone, whatever it might be, whether it's again mm. Facebook, Twitter, mm. you know, uh, Instagram, TikTok, whatever it might be. Yeah, I don't have, yeah, I've only got yeah. about half of those, I think. But, um, but the thing I is, I don't even have a third of those. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I, don't know, I don't know my maths. You might, you might be better for it, right? But yeah. Um, <laughs> but the thing is, uh, it's also us. There, there's what we say. All right. And of course, you should be able to say whatever you want exactly. within reason on these platforms. Yeah. But how we say it is also really important, too. And the document, exactly. the document does hammer this point about how we say things. So mm-hmm. I, I'll, I'll go through a few things. I, I tried to pick out some of the key points and key paragraphs, and I ended up picking out too many, so I'm not. I can't even go through everything I've got here. <laughs> um, however, uh, like I, let me pull out some key things, and if anyone wants to go ahead and read some more, more, um, you know, please go ahead and do it. The link is in our show notes. So it starts by saying um, that one of the pressing issues yet to be addressed is how we, as individuals and as an ecclesial community, so the ecclesial meaning the church, us as a community are to live in the digital world as loving neighbors who are genuinely present and attentive to each other on our common journey along the digital highway. So this is the theme of the whole thing, right? So mm. how can we, um, it, you know, the digital world is part of our life now. Um, a, a, correct. a lot of people are online in, you know, some way, shape or form. It might be communicating by email, you know, or, or communicating over social media or whatever it might be, uh, might be communicating even by text message, right? That's part of the digital highway as well. Exactly. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, being in message groups and things like that. There's, there's so many different ways now. Mm. And so, as an ecclesial community, as a church community, what should be different about the way we, as Catholics and those, you know, Christians, religious people, whoever you are, uh, what should be different about the way that we operate on these on these platforms, right? And so. Um, the model that this document gives us is the Good Samaritan, which is 
it, it's beautifully um, beautifully given as an analogy for okay. how we should yep. behave on social media. Hmm. Uh, and really, again, it's not because it's a good story, but it's it's about what is Jesus saying about the way that we treat each other. Uh, you know, Jesus didn't have the internet. You know what I mean? There were no smartphones, no whatever else. Right? Um, yeah, so, correct, yeah. so could you know? So no knowledge that you know. Um, no one, no one in Jesus' time had knowledge that we would eventually be going on the internet one day. Right? So those who wrote the Gospels, it's amazing how far we've gone through yeah, our times. Right. Yeah. yeah, no, no one, you know, the gospel writers weren't sitting there going, mm, you know, they're going to be on TikTok one day. I better put something about that in there as well. You know, there's not, <laughs> none of that. What they do contain, though, is that all of us who are baptized be more Christ-like, and that's mm. all of us. I'm, yeah. you know, I'm not telling people what to do because this is a message for me too, right? That is, you know, the incarnated Christ behaved in a particular way to show us the way to behave exactly, the, the us the way to treat each other. And one of those ways uh, was about being loving neighbors through the Good Samaritan. And I'll say more about the, the importance of this parable because the Good Samaritan isn't just about being nice to people. There's a, a whole lot more going on in this story, but I'll delve into that as I go further. So it says here, subsequently, the church consolidated the image of social media as spaces. So not looking at social media as a tool now, but as a space where people meet and uh, calls uh, for the good news to be proclaimed in digital environments wherever possible. Pope Francis acknowledged that the digital world is indistinguishable from the sphere of everyday life and is changing the way humanity accumulates knowledge, disseminates information and develops relationships. So, so the church is talking about the, um, the impact that social media has had on how we are social now. And for a lot of people, not for everyone, but for a lot of people now, social media can't be separated from our daily existence. There are a lot of people who are, it's, it's another way to interact with others. The, the church gives an example, right? It says, uh, you know, for example, the church had a practical engagement with social media in 2020 when it displayed images of St. Peter's Square empty, completely empty, as Pope Francis uh, delivered his ubi, uh, ubi et orbi, I can't say it properly, right? Um, uh, prayer for the world, uh, for the pandemic, and we all joined the Pope in that prayer, right? Either live or watching it later. And we, and we prayed with the Pope, right? We're in the boats. You know, he talked about being in the, in the boat, in the storm with Jesus. You know, all of us are doing this right now. Millions of people, or I think it was millions, at least I would hope so anyway, were there <laughs> with, with Pope Francis through the digital medium, which, which may not have been possible earlier unless people were, you know, were able to watch it on TV, right? Um, so, but we could yeah. access if you wanted to. So, so it says in the midst of this health crisis, which took millions of lives, people around the world quarantined and in isolation found themselves profoundly united with each other and with the successor of Peter. So this is that they're giving that as just one example, uh, one powerful, positive example of the way that we can use social media. Social media. Yeah. In that sense. Yeah. Definitely. Well, obviously, because YouTube is part of social media. So that's the, that, that's one of them, right? Um, people would have been tweeting about it. People would have been watching it on Facebook. You know, you can watch it on Facebook Live and all these different ways of doing it. So the Good Samaritan is set up then as this model. It says the parable of the Good Samaritan, by which Jesus makes us answer the question, who is my neighbor, is prompted by uh, this by the expert in the law, the scribe, who says, what must I do to inherit eternal life? So look at the profound uh, importance uh, that we're being reminded about when we're on social media. The verb to inherit reminds us of the heritage of the promised land, which is not a geographical territory, but a symbol of something more profound and lasting, mm. something that every generation has to rediscover so they can help us reimagine our role within the digital world. So in the digital sphere, 
what must we do to inherit eternal life? That sounds a bit silly, but it's actually quite profound. It is. Yeah. Because, definitely. Yeah, mm. because in the digital sphere, we are still treating people in a particular way. We are making choices every day when we're using social media to be nice or to be incredibly rude. So even then, because, you know, we can, we affect people through a screen, right? Through what we do. Uh, you know, I think of this network, right? SQPN, the StarQuest network is digital media. It's part of social media as well. It's got a social media presence. So even this network has a responsibility to share, you know, things in a positive way, in a Christ-like way. By the way, it does. I'm not saying it doesn't. So, you know, Dom, don't fire us. <laughs> but but StarQuest is a positive presence on the internet, right? And so and we are part of this, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Mm-hmm. Uh, when, when, you know, when StarQuest um, produces its content and all the different wonderful shows that it does, shameless plug, it, um, you know, it's, it is <laughs> doing it for our neighbor. Who is our neighbor? You know, who's listening? What, what are the needs of the people who are listening? Um, and how can we, how can we support those spiritual needs? Um, and those social needs too. So it says, well hmm. beyond the act of using social media, we are living in an ecosystem shaped at its core by the experience of social sharing. We turn to social media for a sense of belonging and affirmation. That transforms it into a vital space where the communication of core values and beliefs takes place. So now in social media, there is an exchange of beliefs and values between different people. For some people, it's become a place of belonging, um, you know, and it's become a place where they might get affirmation, you know, well done for doing this, whatever else. Mm, So mm. it's actually an important place because on social media, you can build someone up or you can destroy their lives. So again, the good Samaritan, Mm. right? What's the role when you see the other on the side of the road? What do we do? All right. Do we yeah, walk past? Exactly. Do we walk past them, or do we attend to their needs? You know, build community. Yep. So the the church also talks about how there are pitfalls with social media. All right. So there are there are some things. So one thing it acknowledges is the social media divide. All right, and that is where people uh, where it, where there are there is an issue where social media is in, is encouraging division. So that is people are yeah. building. You know, they're building their tribes, right? And the tribes are fighting each other rather than, than becoming one. Uh, you know, social media held a lot of promise when it began. Everyone was like, Facebook, I can use it to talk to my family. I can use it for this and that, you know, stay connected to my friends. Yeah. And, and by the way, that is a good, I believe that that is a, a very important thing. Oh, yeah, definitely. Right? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I definitely. can see what my family, you know, what my family in, in Malta, we just talk about Malta, right? So I'm connected yeah. to my family in Malta exactly. through Facebook, which is great. Mm. Mm. Um, you know, I consume news through Twitter, um, and Facebook as well. Um, you know, like, you know, I can subscribe to the local newspapers around here, or whatever else, and, and see what's going on and, mm, you know, and get mm. updates and whatever. But the thing is, is that there is also this thing about building tribes where people throw stones at each other. <sighs> and it's, in some ways, it's getting worse because now yeah, people are, yeah. I totally understand, Lindsay. Yeah. There, there are people who are building platforms, you know, like, alternative, you know, social media. So you've got um, 10, mm. 20, 30 different versions of Twitter. You know, they're called different names and different versions of YouTube, which are called different names and, and different, you know, whatever else. And all of these governed by a particular ideological perspective, some extreme, some not so, but uh, but it's like, you know, um, you know, this platform is becoming too left-winged or right-winged. I'm leaving it. I'm starting my own, or I'm going to go find one that, that, you know, that aligns more with me. So that division online can sadly come in incarnated in the real world as as real world division as well. 
And that's, that's where we have a problem. So the mission of social media to bring people together, we, we need to be part of that solution if, we're, if we are active social media users as, as Catholics. The other problem as well, the other pitfall, is that um, the church says we also have to be careful that you know, social media companies, they can use their users, that, you know, people who sign up to them, uh, they can treat them as commodities rather than as consumers, right? Yeah, I, I've heard about this and read about this, and it's yeah. sad. Yeah, you know, oh, I have advertising. They're part, it's all advertising and marketing. It's, yeah. oh, so it's what is the product? It's, it's, it's yeah. not a positive way. Yeah, yeah it's not a po- positive yeah. way. Is um you know is is social media the product or is the user the product is the question right because yeah exactly exactly and the church even talks about yeah they they talk about for example people accept very very complicated terms of agreement like no one read I haven't read the terms of agreement you know oh. they are very very long convoluted yeah. you have no idea <laughs> it's, yeah. especially when we uh was it uh, we would get updates for Apple. And you get the terms and agreements, and I go, do you have to read this? And some of them force you, not force you to read it, but force you to scroll down. Yes. So to say, you can well, you it. scroll to the bottom and read it, you know, you read five. Yeah. I mean, some of them are longer than this document that, that I got, you know, that I'm using, you know, that, yeah. So they, so they say, um, it has become popular to understand these terms of agreement according to the old adage that says, if you are not paying for it, you are the product. In other words, it is not free. We are paying with minutes of our attention and bytes of our data. Mm. So yeah, so um, yep. So that's yep. the, that's another pitfall. So yeah. moving on then, um, because you know the, now here's the thing, right? So on these digital highways, as they're called, so you know the idea of social media being like a highway, a pilgrimage, part of the pilgrimage of our life. It says that many people are hurt by the division and hatred that they see. We cannot ignore it. We can't just be silent passers by. Now the church is saying if you're if you're active on it, you cannot be a passerby and just be part of the problem, part of the division, part of the, the hatred. In order to humanize digital environments, we must not forget those who are left behind. We can only see what is going on if we look from the perspective of the wounded man in the parable of the Good Samaritan. As in the parable where we are informed about what the wounded man has seen, the perspective of the digitally marginalized and wounded helps us to understand better today's increasingly complex world. So the, the wounded man on the side of the road, as we know, was beaten by robbers and left to die, right? So how many people on social media have we seen get beaten up publicly, right? So, uh, you know, angry words. Wow. You know, what about like anonymous yeah. Twitter accounts? You know, like you've got Twitter accounts with fake names, that you know, and 10 followers. Um, you know, so people are basically starting fake accounts or, you know, or... Oh, wow. So they can anonymously criticize someone, you know, like without without their actual name. That is horrible. It is. Yeah. It, it is terrible. I've seen it. And you know what? The sad thing is I've seen it amongst people in the church too. So like just, you know, Catholics. Oh. And the way that they, the way oh. they smack down, you know, bishops or smack down Catholics that they think are not real Catholics and all this, you know, nonsense, terrible nonsense, right? Let alone the fact that we need to be part of the solution for the world. The the church itself needs to solve it. You know, and when I say the church, I mean baptized everyday Catholics who are on social media. They've got to be part of that solution mm. as well because they are, you know, because they're using social media to tear each other apart as well, which is terrible. A terrible thing to do. I know. That, you know, that's yeah. Oh. So they are they are wounding you know, people and leaving them on the side of the road as well through their words too, by saying, you're not a real Catholic. You're not a good Catholic. You're a fake Catholic. You're an insult to your baptism. You know, these are things that, these are things that are said, right? You know, um, goodness, you know, so, and which is, which is wrong. It's completely wrong. And the, the church has said this, right? So again, 
But when before we write comments, we have to ask, who is my neighbor? And if you you cannot ignore that Christ calls us to be neighbors to everyone. So if you if you think further, right, the, the Good Samaritan, Good Samaritan because Samaritans and Jews hated each other's guts. And uh, we see, um, you know, two different types of Jewish people who know the law, who know God's law, and they see another Jewish person beaten on the side of the road and they leave him there to die, right? But they know the law. They know they should help, right? You know, they, they, they know for yeah. sure. Yeah, definitely. But it's a Samaritan, the one who should hate the Jewish person on the side of the road the most, who actually helps actually goes and supports him and helps his needs and builds community, etc. So you cannot escape. I cannot escape, right? None of us can escape the demand of Jesus in the gospel to love our neighbor, whoever that neighbor might be. Yes. We cannot reduce a yeah. person down yeah. to what we think of their baptism, whether we think they're Catholic or not. All right. There are some people online who make me very grumpy. All right. But the thing is that that does not then give me the right to go and say, you are the worst Catholic I've ever seen in my life. You are the worst politician. You are the worst whatever else, right? We just can't do it. We have to find a better way. And that's what the church is is asking us to do. So it goes on to say, therefore, there is an increasingly urgent need to engage social media platforms in a way that goes beyond one's silos, exiting the group of one's sames in order to meet others. So yes, we want to find people who are like us online, which is good, but we can't just simply create, you know, this this fortress and say, this is where I want to be. If you're beyond the fortress, I don't want to know anything about you. And in fact, in fact, mm. you know, uncomfortably, mm. the document reminds us of Cain, right? Am I my brother's keeper? You know, are other people my responsibility? Mm. Should I care? You know, why should I care? Right? Why should I care about other people? Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. That attitude is very, um, yeah, going on around. Don't um, worry about this person because they're like this. Don't worry about this person because they're like that. You know, if, you know, there's a, Here's my criteria. If you fit this criteria, you must be an enemy or a person who's not worth my attention, right? And so um, going back to the Good Samaritan, the church says the scribe, you know, the one who said, who is my neighbor, wanted to set a limit regarding who is and who is not his neighbor. He wanted, you know, again, Mm. camp A, good, camp B, no good, right? So it seems that Mm. we would uh, want to find a justification for our own indifference. We are always trying to draw a line between us and them between someone I have to treat with respect and someone I can ignore. Now the the gospel says do better, right? And again, I'm holding a mirror in front of myself because I this is a lesson for me. I'm not telling the listeners, you know, you who are listening, I'm not pontificating to you, right? Uh, you know, and saying you, you, yeah, <laughs> like yeah, like that. that word, yeah, right, yeah. But I'm not saying you need to do better. I'm saying Christ is constantly calling all of us as a church community by our baptism as missionary disciples to do better in whatever sphere we're in, and yes. that's that's the important thing. Yes. Now, uh, let me just a, a quick, a quick side a side um, point as well. There are some people that are difficult to love. Yeah, they are. That's true. It's it's true. All right. There, all right? Yes. There, there are yes. there are people who say horrible things. There are and and look. Let me let me be let me be incredibly honest for a minute. There are people in our lives who have hurt us. Right. Exactly. Who have hurt us yes. for sure. Yes, definitely. Uh, and that doesn't mean that we need to be pushovers and let toxic people take over our lives and you know and allow them to do terrible things that they might be you know it might be for example there's a manipulative person in your life and you. And just allow them to go on manipulating you. So don't get me wrong in mm. saying, you know, well, what did Jesus tell you to do? All right. So, you know, like I'm not, 
I'm not saying you need to let bad people dominate your life and, and tell you what to do. Yes. What, yes, that's true. There are, there are circumstances where we need to be away from particular people who don't have our best intentions in mind, right? They have other things in mind instead. All right. So let's, let's keep that in mind, right? But in terms of the social media sphere, generally speaking, we don't know the person very well that we're criticizing. The politicians that we're, t- that we're talking about, we've never met them. The p- media personalities, we've never met them. The, the person who believes A, B, or C, we've never met them. We're just reading what they've said. Yeah. And then we're responding to it, right? Yeah. So in all of our interactions in, you know, in everyday life, you know, IRL, real life, right? <laughs> so I know what that means now. All right. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I love that. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Read that. Or on social media, our obligation is for our responses to people to be tempered by the gospel, by Christ. All right. How is Christ calling us? And Christ doesn't call us to be pushovers, but Christ also doesn't call us to be judge, jury, and executioner, you know, of people either, you know, right? to be, um, yep. you know, yep. digital assassins. <laughs> I don't know if that's what you call it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sounds yeah. like a, uh, a grunge band. Yeah. yeah definitely. I, I totally understand. Yeah. Now I'm getting close to the end of what, I, of, of what I've picked out from here, but just a couple of other quick points. The, in the parallel of the Good Samaritan, it talks about how one of the, the headings was the Good Samaritan listens. The man who was beaten and left to die was helped by the least expected person in Jesus' time. The Jewish Samaritan and, and Samaritan people were often at odds with each other. If anything, hostility would have been the expected behavior. The Samaritan should have kicked him in the head and keep going. Really. All right. That's, that would have been the expected behavior. That would be reality. Yeah. In a sense, right? rea- in reality. Or walk past and spit on him and say, whatever it is, you probably deserved it. Exactly. Again. Social media, that's what we see happen, right? Mm. The Samaritan, however, did not see the beaten man as an other, no. but simply as someone no. who needed help. He felt compassion, putting himself in the other's shoes and gave of himself, his time and his resources to listen to and accompany someone he had encountered. And this is the, you know, this is the mission for us. Or if you take nothing from it, from, you know, from this document, or if you take one thing from it, feel compassion, put yourself in the other person's shoes, give of yourself, your time, your resources, listen to and accompany these other people that we encounter. This is probably what we're being called to do. It says the parable can inspire social media relationships because it illustrates the possibility of a profoundly meaningful encounter between two complete strangers. The Samaritan breaks down the social divide. He breaks down the division. He reaches beyond the boundaries of agreements and disagreement. While the priest and Levite pass by the wounded man, the Samaritan traveler sees him and has compassion. It's there in Luke 10, 33. So not making up this word compassion. It, it, it talks about how we felt compassion for the man. Compassion me- means feeling that the other person is a part of myself. The Samaritan listens to the man's story. He draws near because he's moved, he's moved from within. I don't remember if you were part of this one later, but a few episodes ago, we talked about um, the Pope Answers, the documentary on Disney+. Plus. Oh, no, I was there. I think I was there. When you talk to people... Um, students and other people. Like, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Different people. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. I would yep. propose that Pope Francis is demonstrating, now he's doing that in person, right? But I would propose that um, he demonstrates in that the listening mm. and the accompanying of people, you know, in that in that moment. Yeah. And a good model of us about how to share the heart of Christ with others. So I'd encourage people to watch that. If you want to see how it's done practically, if you want to get beyond the theoretical of this document, the Pope answers, sorry, the Pope yeah, the Pope answers. I call it the Pope listens because, you know, I think that's a, you know, he's, he's listening right there to these people, but the Pope answers is a good way to think mm. about that. 
I'm almost there, Lino. We'll get, get to the very end, all right? So, no, 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 you're good. Oh, no, I, this is really interesting. I, oh, well, Faith Beyond Borders. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, the, Faith Beyond the Digital Borders. Segments are very interesting. Yeah. Yeah, Digital Borders. Yeah, this is, yeah, this is, wow. Yeah, it's so profound. And it's great that, um, you know, a Pope reflected on the, um, Good Samaritan with this. And it's, it makes so much sense. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah, go ahead, yeah. go ahead, Lizzie. So it says, um, from the perspective of faith, uh, we need to discern our social media presence. So I won't read everything that's here. I'll just summarize this. So discernment. First of all, do I need to be on social media? All right, first question to ask. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good question. That's a good question. Next question. If I'm going to be on social media, why am I going to be on it? And how am I going to behave while I'm using it? How am I going to interact on social media? All, I mean, you, no one has to have a Facebook page or a Twitter. Or whatever. It's, it's a choice, right? We choose it. So if we choose it, um, same as like if you choose to be part of a sporting club or a community or a church or a, or a workplace, right? Exactly. These are all choi- choices we make. Exactly. So we also have to, you know, those choices need to be coupled with behavior as well. And in this particular case, our behavior is the question. You know, the question is. That is true. Yeah. Who is my neighbor? That's what we have to continue thinking about while we're, you know, we exactly. make these choices. So we need to discern our, our presence in social media. And it says engagement with social media must go beyond the exchange of personal opinions or the emulation of behaviors. Um, and then, and, you know, for example, we need, you know, the debates that, that are seen sometimes are limited by the number of characters allowed. We're looking at you, Twitter, although it's changed a little bit. Um, <laughs> the spe- oh, has well, it? Has I think it you can, yeah, p- there are, I think you can write more. I'm not like a big Twitter. I, I, I kind of okay. I kind of browse Twitter okay. more than than write on it really. I just share and share lots of Catholics of Oz you know posts or whatever else. But yeah, <laughs> maybe, maybe I need <laughs> to be a, a better. No, the only thing I've um, I've heard about Twitter is um Elon Musk was trying to buy. It. Well, he's bought it. It's yeah. Well, I'm thinking about another one. Yeah. Oh, he has bought it. He bought it. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I was thinking going back and forth about it, and then I thought, oh, okay, yes, here we go. He's <laughs> the current owner of Twitter, so. uh yeah, and you know, speaking of saying nice things about people, let's be nice. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, fly your rockets, Elon. You know, get to the moon. Let's do it. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> so people react too quickly sometimes. All right. So it says the speed with which people react in their comments. Yeah. They say the first thing that comes to mind rather than think about their response. It can come in person yep. in mind. Yeah, we've all done it. We've all done it. I've done it many times myself. I must admit. <laughs> yeah, we've all, even I've done it. It's, yeah, when I first started using social media, I probably could have calmed it down a little bit for sure. Not to mention emotional ad hominem attacks. And ad hominem is when you attack the person rather than talk about their argument that they're making. All right, so you might tell me, you might tell me, Lino. Yes. Um, I pref- I think winter is better than summer, and I'll say, Lino, you're a loser. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, <laughs> yeah. so it's that kind of you know that kind of thing. And so what we're told then to 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 cap this off then is. Uh, reflect God's style on the internet. When you're on the internet, reflect, you know, reflect the style of God. Remember that whatever we share in our posts, comments, and likes, uh, in spoken or written words, in film or in animated messages, it should align with the style that we learn from Christ, who transmitted his message not only in speech, but in a ho- in the whole manner of his life, revealing that communication at its most profound level is the giving of self in love. Therefore, how we say something is just as important as what we say, which is kind of how I started this before. All creativity lies in ensuring that how corresponds to the what. In other words, and we can only communicate well if we love well. So as Christian communicators, yes. yep. we are called to bear witness to a style of communication that is not just based on the individual, but on the way of community building and belonging. 
So just to, uh, to cap this off then, it, it concludes with the following. May the image of the good Samaritan who tended to the wounds of the injured man by pouring oil and wine over them be our inspiration. Let our communication be a balm that relieves pain and a fine wine that gladdens hearts. May the light we bring to others not be the result of cosmetics or special effects, but rather of our being loving and merciful neighbors to those wounded and left on the side of the road. And I think that's a, a beautiful you know, way to, to finish it off. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. I've got to say, I have not done this document justice because there is a lot more going on there. I was but, scrolling yeah. through a lot of yeah. it. Hey, were you talking and was explaining and yeah, there's so many other stuff to read and I think I'm gonna I really want to read this and yeah and delve delve into it because social media is part of our life in a way. Oh well not in a way, it is. I, I would suggest to people, you know, one possible thing is to read this prayerfully. Don't read it as advice. Exactly. As advice, yeah, exactly. How is the church telling you know, asking us to look at social media? through what we know about Christ and how, who Christ calls us to be throughout baptism, right? Missionary discipleship. Let's go back to it every time. There is, you cannot say you're not a missionary disciple if you were baptized. You are. Sorry, too bad. Do it. <laughs> All right? You know, and it's not a bad thing, right? It's not a bad thing, you know. I, I did hear that part in the podcast when I was in Malta. I remember that one. Yeah. 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 All right. You get 10 points for that. Well done. <laughs> you're back, you're back, back <laughs> in the good books. Um, Lino, did you... <laughs> Did you uh did you want to um say anything else before we before we finish up about this? Look, it's well, I think I said a lot of things, but we we're discussing about this. Yeah, so look, like we said before, social media and technology can be used in good and bad ways. People have so many choices out there, and I think it's the way people use those choices and their direction and their attitude mm. towards using that platform, or however they want to use that technology. It's just like at times I think this, this world so angry, mm. so upset, you know. Um, I you know people pointing fingers at each I'm other. I'm sure one of them's you're, called you're, Peter. You're, you're the blame. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, 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 Jesus said, Peter. Um, after the, th- the third cock rose, you will deny yeah. me. But but that's <laughs> yeah. You that's yeah. Yeah, what I did. Yeah, it's. <sighs> I know you keep on talking about Malta. Um, one thing that I really, really enjoyed, and I'm not saying that I my faith um isn't isn't stronger between two worlds. I mean, two two worlds, two two countries. I'm saying two worlds. That's about a thousand years from now. Um, um, yeah. I when I sat in um Saint John's Cathedral in Valletta, mm. which is part beautiful of place, the Spain city of Malta, beautiful place. Yes, I sat, I think there was, yeah, there was a chair there and I sat down and just sat there and reflected mm. and I, it just felt so calming. Yeah. You know, over here and everything, well, besides all the um uh, tourists going yeah. around here, <laughs> taking pictures and, and all the stuff and talking, but just beside the point, I, I just felt so relaxed. In this uh, social media these days seems to be, is a majority of it's all so angry, mm. you know, so, like I said. So opinionated, yeah. You know, you're the one. You're the one saying the wrong thing. No, I am not. You're the one saying the wrong thing. Yeah. And it's all going back and forth. Yeah. It's so. It's so sad. That it's why, since you're saying this is a great article to prayer and reflect about, mm. and show the positive way of using. Yeah. 
social media these days, yeah? Yeah. So, um, you talked about St. John's Co-Cathedral and you made me think of something when, so when I was there, I've got a story too, right? 2016. <laughs> so it was, yeah, um, it was one yeah. of the last days in Malta before we, before we left and, uh, and moved on in our holiday. And uh, we were sitting near the front, mass was going on. It was very warm. It was very warm. And Damien, Damien was seven years old at the time and he was very, very tired. Wow. And so he yeah. slept on me for just about the whole mass. So the seven year old, I had this, I was feeling warm and, you know, hot and sweaty because this seven year old is, you know, like his body heat is making it worse. Right. Um, however, what I didn't realize is that one of the priests during the mass, because there were several priests saying the mass, one of the priests noticed and he took compassion on Damien. This is getting very good Samaritan now. Right. So. We we were, uh, mass was finished. I woke Damien up and he was very groggy, very tired. And the priest after mass came up to us and he said, he said, come with me, right? And he brought us into, they had a little kitchen next to the cathedral where the priests just have their supper, right? After mass and, you know, cliche, they're sitting there drinking kini and eating pastizzi, right? <laughs> That's literally, literally what they were doing. <laughs> I love it. And he looked at Damien and said, you know, can I, you know, he said, can you, would you like something? Would you like, you know, and Damien was eating and drinking, you know, like, you know, they were, they were so kind to him, right? But this is Beautiful. the Good Samaritan, the oil Beautiful. and the and the wine, you know, the balm to, to heal wounds and soothe, you know, to soothe and discomforts and so on. Um, a beautiful model, again, this Definitely. is the priest was being Christ-like. He was being so Christ-like to my family, especially to my son, which I appreciated, which I appreciated a lot because we were strangers, Definitely. right? Yeah. Yeah. We had no, he didn't know us. We didn't know him. I never met him before in my life. And he just, he took some compassion on my son because saw how tired and exhausted and everything he was. And he invited him to have something to eat and drink before we, before we moved on to the rest of our day, which was, sounds so simple, but so powerful, Beautiful. right? You're exactly right there. Yeah, it is. All right. Well, let's cap that off and, uh, and move on to our next topic then. Ah, what a fine day for science. You have any hobbies? I collect spores, molds, and fungus. Can you reverse the polarity? I'll do my best. All right, so uh, we're going to talk about science, Lido. Speaking of capping things <laughs> off, we're talking about mushrooms. <laughs> yeah. I'm so happy that one just came to me. All right, so uh, oh. yeah, so uh, apologies to our listeners. We, we haven't had those co- those yeah. kind of mushrooms. Not those okay? kind of mushrooms. We're very, yep. we're very happy, we're joyful people. But you, you do have to know that um, when Lino and I talk about mushrooms, we a couple, we do become a couple of fun guys. I'm just going to say. So, um, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> you can't see this, but I made Lino joke on his own laugh. So whoops. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Caroline left us this topic cause she's not feeling well today and it's all about, uh, mushrooms. Yep. Get well, get yep. well soon. Get Caroline. Well, get some, get have well some, soon. some, have some like healthy mushrooms with iron. Good for you. Yeah. Um, yeah this this yeah. is a really interesting topic though. So Lino, this one is from science Alert, Um, and it is, it's called the following. It says the following. Mushrooms appear to have electrical conversations after it rains. Whoa. So, yeah. And that, that's what we're going to be going to be talking about today. So, um, oh so my gosh. Yeah. Whoa. So, uh, yeah. So there's a great image here at the, at the very top of this article. And it's got a couple of these, um, they're called L bicolor mushrooms. Oh, um, so the, the, the scientific name or the, the Latin name is 
Lacaria bicolor, or they call them L bicolor for short, right? But it's got it's got six of these mushrooms, and it's got electrodes plugged into the top of them, like poked into them to measure the electrical. Oh, yeah, this is the yeah. Ouch. Yeah. No, nah, it's very cool. I'm sure that. Yeah. Okay. Well, when do you do an experiment? I'm not sure if they detected any mushroom screams when they stuck. Them <laughs> I was about to say, yeah. is it the last time we talked about plants? I'm screaming. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. We did. Yeah. What was that episode of The Simpsons where they go to Itchy and Scratchy Land? And you know how the rope, so the robots are malfunctioning. Yes. And um, and the scientist he pulls the he pulls the faceplate off the robot and it goes, and he goes, I hate it when they scream. Oh. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. All right. So uh, I don't know if they screamed when they had the electrodes plugged in, but let's let's go through this topic briefly. So um, uh, it says a forest echoes with the sounds of its inhabitants, especially after rainfall. Hmm. Birds coo and caw, insects chirp and buzz, frogs blip and bellow. I thought frogs riveted, you know, rivet. Rivet. Okay. okay. I, I guess I guess to some people they blip and bellow. Fair enough. Okay. The scientific um, way of saying not, it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Blippy as bellious. Maybe. I don't know. But, um, <laughs> It sounds like Asterix. One yeah, yeah, so, yeah. so uh, but no, yeah, um, for those who read those comics. <laughs> but not all forest conversations are audible and not all of them include animals. In a new study, scientists in Japan found intriguing hints that rain may prompt some fungi to communicate using underground electrical signals. Oh. So they focused on small tan mushrooms known as bicolor deceivers or Lacaria bicolor, which we'll call L bicolor for this for the for the sake of this topic. Mm-hmm. Um, which they found growing on the floor of a secondary mixed forest at the Kawatabi Field Science Center of Tohoku University in Japan. This mushroom uh, is an etomycorrhizal fungus, I hope I said that right, mm. that forms symbiotic relationships with certain plants. This includes large trees like oaks and pines. It boosts their supply of water and nutrients in exchange for carbohydrates. So they've got this symbiotic relationship going on. You know, you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. I was going to say, um, oh, hold on, yeah. I was like, I'm going to stop you. Sorry, Lizzie and all the listeners. Yeah. I have toad from... Mario Party. I mean, sorry, my Super Mario in my head. Just talking. Me too. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Oh, when yep. you talk about Japan and mushrooms, yep. communicating. Okay. All right. You not? I'm good. I'm good. I'm not? good. Yep. <laughs> yep. I, I did. I, I have to admit, I've got Super Mario in my head. <laughs> so it says that uh, previous research suggests that our bicolor may help some trees indirectly feed on animals. So it, well, insects, right? So it lures insects uh, called springtails. So I Google these before these little bugs mm-hmm. um, and it kills them with a toxin possibly. Oh, wow. And it shares the, it shares the insects nitrogen with the host tree. Oh, so wow. They've got a great, you know, oh, wow. they got a great thing going. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Some fungi penetrate the the cell walls of their host plants. Um, however, Albicolor builds what's called subterranean sheaths around the exterior of the tree's roots. So it actually, you know, makes little sheaths underground around the roots of the tree to support it. Oh, cool. So these, yeah, these sheaths are made of, of hyphae, it's called, um, the root-like filaments that fuel the growth of a fungus. When the hyphae um, of these fungi link underground, they form interconnected systems known as mycorrhizal my networks. 
Um, I'm getting some Star Trek Discovery. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, okay. okay. Just, okay. Right? okay. Yeah. My cellular network. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, all right. Yeah, I, I haven't true. seen the mushrooms actually like travel from one place to another, <laughs> but yeah, that's a different thing altogether. These subterranean networks have been proposed as acting as a kind of wood wide web, they call it. Oh, I love, I love that, that. By the yeah, way. That's cool. Um, that's cool. Uh, where entire forests communicate via chemical signals down the tree roots and, uh, and through the fungi. So these, uh, while these networks are real, there's still too little, too little evidence to know if they reach the scale and complexity mm, okay. often attributed to the wood wide webs. Yeah. Uh, many popular accounts of this phenomenon are overstated, some scientists say. However, this study adds to the growing body of research that delves into the details of these relationships and gives us some fascinating insights into how they work. Previous studies have shown that fungi um, produce variations in electrical potentials. And uh, there are clues suggesting that these signals might form a type of communication. And this is kind of where it gets really interesting for me. There was a 2022 study, for example, that found patterns of nerve-like electrical activity in some fungi that seemed comparable to the structure of human speech. Whoa! And they identified up to 50 different words. And when we say words, we mean like 50 unique spikes. spikes in electrical activity. Mm, mm, mm. So they, so there are 50 unique ones at least that were generated by fungal networks. Earlier research has found that plants can send secret electrical signals underground uh, and we've talked about how plants, you know, scream. Yes, yeah, and, you know, we've, we've, yep. So we, we did talk about that in a previous science topic. Mm-hmm. So while the spikes of, of potential have been found in some of these fungi before, sometimes in tr- response to water or other stimuli, most studies have found have focused on limited types of fungi grown in artificial media, you know, collected in a field or in lab conditions or whatever. Oh, okay, gotcha. I about artificial media. Yep. This study, yeah. So, but this study was done out in the wild, if you will, right? Mm. So they attach six. Uh, they attach electrodes to six albicolor mushrooms um, that they found growing on the side of a forest trail. They were located near um, an oak um, and some loose flower um, hornbeams. Um, and, and so then they measured for the um, electrical potential. So what did they find? They monitored the electrical potential measured in millivolts for about two days in late September and October 2021. The study site was initially sunny and dry and didn't receive much rain um, for for most of the 12 days. Mm. But on October the 1st, there was a Typhoon Mindul, oh, no. which brought 32 yeah. millimeters of rain. So we've got some pretty decent rainfall it going on me. now. There's a lot of rain. One... <laughs> Yep, a lot of rain. About two hours after the rainfall, the mushrooms began showing new signs of activity. Oh. Microbial ecologist Yu uh, Fukasawa of uh, Tohoku University said, in the beginning, the mushrooms exhibited less electri- electrical potential and we boiled this down to a lack of precipitation. However, the electrical potential began to fluctuate after raining, sometimes going over 100 millivolts. So... Um, what they're saying is this uh, fluctuation correlated with changes in precipitation and temperature. Mm. And, um, and the analysis suggests that the electrical signal after rainfall showed evidence of signal transport amongst mushrooms. So it's possible they were talking to each other. Wow. Is it raining where I you are? I was about are? to say. Yeah, it's raining where I am. Yeah. Are you wet? Yeah. Yes, I'm wet. <laughs> <laughs> is it, has the sun come out yet? No, not, not over here. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. Has on this part of the forest, not on that part. Right. I don't know what they're saying. Yeah. <laughs> Totally understand. No, no. Want to go out? Everyone says I'm a fun guy. <laughs> you know, I don't know if they. I just imagine actually that mushrooms are just telling like bad dad jokes all the way through, just like fungus <laughs> jokes all, all the way around. Will you marry me? I want to spend the rest of uh, what's it? No. Will you marry me? I want to grow mold with yeah, you. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. You know, one liners and yeah. 
<laughs> I want to grow molds with, with you. you. <laughs> anyway, so um, yeah. So the signal transport was especially strong between mushrooms located closer to one another on the forest floor. The researchers report and demonstrate directionally. So while the new study is far from definitive, it adds another intriguing piece to the puzzle of what uh, of what role fungi play in often overlooked ecosystems hidden underneath forest floors. So Fukusawa concludes by saying our results confirm the need for further studies on fungal electrical potentials under a true ecological context. Wow. So so basically, yeah, what they need to do now is do more of these studies in, you know, in the real world, in the wild, not just in lab in lab laboratory conditions. Gotcha, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Wow. What do you think, Lino? Can do you think mushrooms talk? Well, science have um proven it. And um, it is electric currents are, you know, fifty was it fifty um characters? Was it was it a hundred hundred yeah, so maybe 50 words, 50 words. Um, or 50 spikes. Yeah, especially after it rains, there seems to be quite a lot going yeah, exactly. on. Exactly, and it's, isn't it, it's helping the where it's growing, like if it's growing on a, on a tree yep. and everything, it's helping each other yep. and, and sort of that, oh, I was going to say, Carolyn would call it an ecosystem. Symbiotic, yeah. Symbiotic, yeah, symbiotic, yeah, yeah, ecosystem. ecosystem. Yeah, symbiotic relationship, wow. all of that, yeah. That is, that is incredible. Yeah. That is incredible. It's very cool. Oh, it is, it yeah. is. All right, so Caroline, thank you for that topic. Thank you, Caroline. Um, yeah, I have to finish like this though, Lino. Why doesn't the word mushroom make a good computer password? Why? It's not strong enough. <laughs> and with that, let's move on to talking about <laughs> entertainment. <laughs> I don't know where you get your delusions, laser brain. It's not what we came here to do. No, it's what I'm going to do. I have a plan. You've got a plan. I have part of a plan. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? All right, so we're going to struggle with this entertainment topic because Lido is dying of laughter right now. We love science. We should just dedicate this entertainment segment to bad mushroom jokes. <laughs> yes, <I> like, so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Um, <laughs> We're such a bunch of fun guys. Anyway, uh, yeah. Ooh, okay, I'm good. I'm good. Why did the Why did the fun guy leave his apartment? Why? There wasn't mushrooms. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, internet. Yes. See, we talked about social media and this the positive, is a positive things thing. And, Definitely, I totally yeah, give a positive us, thing. Give us some laughter. Yeah. Give us some positivity. Why not? Why not? All good. Yeah. <laughs> It's that, yeah. So, um, what's been entertaining me, Lynn? I'll just go through this really quickly. Uh, on Netflix, uh, I've been watching. So, you know, I had COVID, I've been unwell. So, oh, poor, yeah. I had a bit of time to watch oh, some things. So, this is a full time lead. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Oh. Everyone feels sorry for me. Yep. Here we go. Sympathy. Three, two, one. Oh, oh quiet. Anyway, so, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, uh, Isabel and I, my wife and I, we've, uh, we were watching, um, a show, a new show called Fubar which I don't want to tell you what that means. If you know what it means, keep it to yourself, mm-hmm. everyone. Um, but it's, uh, it's uh, I think Netflix has got something going on with Arnold Schwarzenegger at the moment yeah. because he's been doing ads for them. He's yeah. done this show. There's a three-part documentary about his life as well. I think so. It's um, called Arnold, on, which is it's pretty just come out. Yeah, obvious. that's yeah. right. Um, makes sense. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would have called it Get to the Chopper, but that's right. <laughs> that's a different name. Or Hasta yeah. la Vista, um, baby. Oh, that's a bit oh, too long. Vista. Yeah, a bit yeah, that's right. too long, though. Yeah. I like your one. I like your one. Get yeah. to the Chopper. Yeah, get to the Chopper. Yeah. Get to the chopper, yeah. Um, so basically, um, the 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 show. So Fubar is like a, it's like a, it's like an action comedy family drama um series of about was it, I think it was eight episodes. 
I think it's eight anyway. Okay. okay. And um and 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 so basically Arnold Schwarzenegger, like actually I can't, it's a spoiler. Anyway, he's a CIA agent. And um, it's basically about him, you know, being in the CIA and needing to go off and do missions and so on. He's actually, he actually is retiring, but before he can retire, he's called back in to do another mission, right? So he's, you know, I'm sorry, Lindsay, I've been line. hearing about this plot yeah. so many times in so many shows. Yeah. Oh, for sure. There's, yeah, this is, this is not, this is not like anything groundbreaking or groundbreaking, <laughs> right? Yep. Yeah. Um, the the draw card for me was was Arnie, all right? Was 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 he, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Is, is so, yeah. The way he acts, yeah. I like I like him. And, I like him. Yeah, so I said to Isabel, let's watch the first episode. If we like it, we'll keep going. If not, we'll leave it. And what what I like about it is that um I think that Arnold Schwarzenegger can still deliver his one liners. And that's what I like about the most. The one liners don't dominate, but when he delivers them, it's so natural that I just laughed out like several times, <laughs> cool, right? Cool, cool, so, cool. Yeah. So, um, like there's this one scene where he needs to rescue, I'll just say this. So without spoiling, right? So he needs to rescue another spy. Now, the other spy that he needs to rescue has actually got the situation under control, right? Has no issues, you know, is got it under control. Um, she has to leave a, a compound and walk past a security checkpoint with a guard who has a fairly large machine gun, which is quite intimidating, right? So she casually walks out the door and is approaching the checkpoint when suddenly, you know, Arnie pulls over with his car and he goes, get in, you know, we've got to go. And she, and she's, and she's saying, what are you doing here? And he's like, I'm here to help you. And she said, and she goes, what about the security guard? And he go, and he looks back and he goes, yeah, he feels a little rundown. And the reason is, and what happens is then they drive away and there's, there's the security guard on the ground with tire tracks on him. So it's that kind oh, of, yeah, okay. yeah. So it's that kind of, yeah, it's like, yeah. I just like the way he looks over his shoulder. He's like, he feels, he feels a little run down, you know, that kind of, it's that. I love it. And I just love the I way love he it. naturally delivers these one liners, right? It's all those, you know, it's like, um, it's like that one from Commando. I'll never forget where he, you know, he throws the guy off the cliff. And the, and then later on, he goes back to the his companion. She goes, "What happened to whatever that guy's name?" He goes, "I let him, I let him go." You know that kind of, yeah, it's that kind of, yeah. It's that, yeah. Oh, it's. Uh, I, I'm sorry to say, uh, that's just one of the endearing things I like about him when he plays a character. He doesn't play a character. He plays. He's just playing. He Arnie plays doing Arnie action himself. Movies, you, know? you know, you see all the uh, what the action films he's in. Yeah, but it's so cool. Oh, okay, okay, that's so good, so good. Yeah, so I recommend it in that sense that he's a draw card. I just got to warn everyone, you can't watch it with your kids because sadly there's adult humor, which uh, I didn't appreciate some of the adult humor. Okay. It was a bit silly okay. and immature. Um, okay. But uh, having said that, um, again, Schwarzenegger is the draw card. <sighs> there's going to be a season two the way it leaves okay. off. I'll just say okay. that. I don't personally think it needs a season two. I think maybe they should have... I think I think they should have resolved it. Okay, you know, they could have resolved it really well and had it finish on a high. I do think it starts better than it finishes. Um, wow, and it's usually the other and, way around, isn't it? And, Sometimes it doesn't start well, yeah. but it finishes well. And if it finishes well, then you know there's going to be more. You want more and everything. I thought it was more entertaining the way it started. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. There were some bits where it kind of gets a bit slow. Um, okay. The other thing I'd say is uh, at the towards the towards the end of the season, there's a shoot up in a church. And I didn't really appreciate it. I've got to say as well. Like there was a scene. I get why it was in the church. It, it makes sense why it was in there. But okay. I don't think it needed to. I don't think it needed to be what it was. Oh, if that makes sense. Okay. Um, and if anyone watches it, you'll know what I mean. I right. yeah didn't like that okay. so much. Having said that, 
if you like Arnold Schwarzenegger and you, you're a fan of his shows and his one line <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. get to the chopper and all that kind of stuff, watch it. Cool, um, cool, cool. There's a lot of callbacks. There's a lot of callbacks to other films that he's done, like just subtle, you know, Easter eggs. There's a, there's a joke about Danny DeVito, which I thought, you know, funny because they acted together oh, and there's all yeah. this other, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. He, yeah. So it, it's a bit meta in some cases, you know, and he does mention the chopper a couple of times. So you'll, you'll get that. Oh, too. They'll be great. Yeah. They'll be great if they, he and um, yeah. Danny DeVito got to de- got together and did another twins. Yeah. It was the twins. Yeah. Twins when they made it. I think it was twins. Yeah. I've never actually seen it, but of course yeah. they wouldn't what yeah. we call twins or be called out to call yeah. something tough and different. But Danny DeVito is yeah. still alive because I'm hearing a lot of celebrities passing away when I'm, Yes, yeah, yeah, sadly. But yep. I think he's still there. Yep. All right, Lino, you uh, watched a few films on the plane on the way to Malta. So, what, yeah, what were you catching up on? What entertained you on those long hours of, of flying? So we watched um, together. You know how we, you sit together on the, on the plane, you try to press play and stop at the same time on your screens, watching the same thing <laughs> together. So yeah. Benedict and I watched um, Top Gun Maverick. Loved it. I loved it. I've I have watched the first one, but it was so long ago. I'll have to watch it back back again. But this one was so good. I uh, I was just laughing a little bit because everyone knows that Tom and, and all the other actors had to be in an actual real plane, really flying, and you could see the pain, mm. the struggle them going through the Yeah, hey, yes, yeah. What, what they call it. Sorry, all the aviators out there called Mac. You know, Mac 1, Mac 2, G's, G's. Yeah, yeah when you go Mac yeah. 1, G's. Yeah. G-forces, yeah. Different G's, and their yeah, yeah, yeah. faces are like almost stretched. You can see the faces, yeah. They're like, yeah. Yeah, trying breathing. to breathe, and, yes. Yeah. You know, I totally understand that. It's just like, a, and the, you know, trying mm. to keep your acting abilities going while you're going upside down. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Because they, yeah, they set up, they set up cameras in front of their faces and they had to like, they had to direct exactly. themselves. Yeah, exactly. So they had to turn the cameras on, direct their own acting. Yeah. It was done very well. You know, I love the, um, the mission they had to do that sort of brought me back when we, mm. we used to play um, flight sims. I don't know what I mean. People still play flight sims and, you know, you go into a mission and you're trying to get through a, <laughs> a canyon and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. and. Try to take out a bomber if yeah. he what needed to. <laughs> if he tried to try get take a bomber out, yeah. Um and um, yeah. yeah I, it's a great show. I liked it. I liked it. It, it came back, it reminded me back to the old days. Yeah. Um, but also, I like the good old. The yeah, good talk, old, to talk, talk to me. Goose. I loved. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Talk to me, Goose. Yeah. His son is it yeah. son? Yeah. His son's in there. Yeah. And um, yeah. a good tribute, very touching tribute to um Val Kilmore. Val Kilmer, yeah. no, Val Kilmer, Val, Val Kilmer. Kilmer, yeah, true, which true, yeah. Actually, has Val Kilmer um, it was good, yeah. A throat has throat cancer, mm. which was a great, yes, um, that's right, yeah. Um, yes, to go through tribute for him, yeah, to go good through. tribute, yeah. Um, the Iceman, I love that, yeah. the Iceman, yeah. No, for me, Top Gun is always about when they win or when they're successful, mm. and then you hear that, like, yeah, that's it, yeah. I don't know what that was. Yeah, everyone knows the tune is better than me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. I love the start of it when they did it, that, that start. And all of a sudden, um, Kenny Loggins' song came up. I went, yes. And I actually said, I actually said yes in the plane. And some, I think, I think some people were still, still asleep. <laughs> I was just like, I'm going to put, put my, put my, um, yeah. Um, yeah. thing down. Yeah. Okay, here we go. But I loved yeah. it. I loved it. You can't make a Top Gun film without at least one highway. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was so cool. That's so cool. Um, and then we watched um that Whitney Houston song. I mean, not Houston song. Whitney Houston movie. Um, I want to dance. How was I want to dance with somebody. Ah, oh, 
Look, this is the same creators of Queen's Bohemian Rhapsody. I found oh, okay, this, yeah, yeah. I found it okay. Um, it, I mm-hmm. think it was rushing a lot through her life, what she was going yeah. through. I liked it. I don't look. Whitney Houston is one of the greatest female singers out there. I, I, I so doubt yeah. about it. Um, and what she had to go through and everything was, it was horrible. Yeah. And but it was great. The actors were great. The songs were great. It's just um, yeah, yeah. It just sort of rushed bit, bit by bit. Um, the, I think I don't know if the actor. I'm not criticizing him. I'm not a film critic. <laughs> Saying this, but <laughs> the, actor, the actress, sorry, portrayed as she was. It was so I found her just singing. Okay, know, sure, singing, sure. Singing, singing. Yep. I don't know what she was singing, but when it comes to those um sort of heartfelt part, parts, like, all right, she wasn't really. Yeah, right, right. Um, but in okay. a, in a, so yeah, not, in all yeah. in all, it's a great great show to watch. Great show. Great show. Yeah, so it does the trick. It's just yeah, yeah fair enough. We'll wrap it up there because we're yeah we're getting we're getting a little bit over the hour mark or <laughs> we, yeah so let's um let's finish up because because we have a hundredth episode to prepare yeah, for yeah definitely so definitely before definitely. we go yeah we'd like to take a moment to thank our patrons who make it possible for us to create the Catholics of Oz on the Starquest Network today we want to thank Judson G Frederick H Megan S Rhonda M and Susan G through their generous donations at sqpn.com slash give, they make it possible for the Catholics of Oz and all the other shows on StarQuest to continue. So you can join them by visiting sqpn.com slash give and also keep us in your prayers as well. Uh, also, we'd like to know your thoughts about the topics we've discussed today. You can send them, send us feedback by visiting, by visiting sqpn.com slash Oz, where you can also find our show notes. And while you're on the SQPN website, don't forget to sign up for the Insiders Club newsletter, sqpn.com slash about slash newsletter. And join the SQPN community, a place where digital media is used or social media is used really well on Discord, sqpn.com slash Discord. You can also find our shows and uh, more on SQPN's Facebook page, facebook.com slash StarQuest Media, Twitter at SQPN, Instagram, search for StarQuest Media. And don't forget, we have a Catholics of Oz Facebook page, facebook.com slash Catholics of Oz spelled OZ. Come and join us there and share about our latest episodes as well. Or good old email, catholicsofoz at sqpn.com, which is where you can send your recorded voice message once, once you record it for our 100th episode. So, uh, Lino, thank you so much for being on the show today and welcome back. Thank you very much, Lindsay. Yes, you yeah. to Australia. Malta's a beautiful place. <laughs> you know, this episode has been such a fun-tastic episode. Okay. That was, you tried. That was right. Yeah. <laughs> you okay, tried. I just got shot down like in a maverick. Anyway, I'm going to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> You were trying to make a mushroom joke, weren't I you? Tried to. You were trying. We are. You were trying. We're a bunch you, you of fun guys. It's. it's, it's we are. We are. You could have said happy to. You could have said I'm happy to cap this episode off with you later. Well, it's, you know, you know, it's just definitely saying, no. You know, definitely yeah. is. Hundredth yeah. episode. Hundredth episode. I'm excited. It's coming. Hundredth episode is coming. It is so good, guys. And we look forward. We all look forward to uh, joining us for our 100th episode, which is after this one. So thank you. I'm Lindsay Sands, and thank you so much for listening to episode 99 of The Catholics of Oz on StarQuest. Here's another show on the StarQuest Network you're sure to enjoy, The Secrets of Star Trek. Find it wherever fine podcasts are found or at sqpn.com slash Star Trek.